I've really enjoyed this past week because I changed my morning routine and went from something I completely hated, completely disliked waking up to, to something that I look forward to planning and look forward to going through every day. So today on The Real Life Girl, we're talking about my current morning routine and where that's brought me. It is currently storming right now, and I will tell you that we have gotten quite a bit of storming days in Florida, and I know that like summer is obviously storming season. I didn't expect it to start so soon, and can I say that the rain has ruined a lot of my plans? Can I just put that out there? Because I love it. I can read a book in the rain. I'm that gal, but it has really influenced my life, and sometimes I get like depressed, but I'm also like, Mm, it's so cozy like it's just so great so welcome back to the real life girl or welcome if you are new my name is bianca and i'm your host and today i'm taking you through my current morning routine we're just having a one-on-one chat talking about what my current routine is how that's helped me and how that just helps me to get things done i really thrive in an environment that helps me to be productive in an environment that helps me to get the things that i need to accomplish and cross off my to-do list done and That's what my morning routine has done so far. So jumping right in, I start my days on weekdays at 5 a.m. And I will wake up. And usually I... And I've been struggling with this. I will stay in bed until about 5.30 and just kind of like doze in and out. But I'm practicing the 3-2-1 method that Mel Robbins uh, posted on her podcast a couple weeks back that says as soon as your alarm sounds off, you get up. Like count 3-2-1 and when you get to 1, you take immediate action. You don't even need to train yourself. You can just do it and get up. And like I've tried And on the days that I tried, I felt surprisingly better than when I just rolled in bed. So that's something I have to take into every single morning. And that's really helped me to kickstart my mornings and to get up at 5 a.m. instead of 5.30. So usually I will get up, make my bed. And I never used to make my bed as a kid, but I feel that as I've gotten older, it just helps me to have my life together. Y'all know that I love things that my door just shut out of nowhere. Our AC like blasts and it just shuts doors, I guess. It's nothing to be scared of, but it does still scare me. Um, But y'all know I love things aesthetically pleasing. And I love being able to walk into my room and have like my comforter and my pillows perfectly assorted. To me, that's so beautiful. So I make my bed and I change into my workout clothes. Now, this is the most crucial step into my routine so far. We're just three steps in. And the reason is, is that there's something that just transforms you when you change out of the clothes you woke up in to the clothes that you're going to take into the next part of your day. Whether that is just putting on your work clothes because you're getting ready to leave the house Or that's just putting on a quick shirt or just changing from your sleep shorts to yoga pants, whatever it is. I feel like changing into my workout clothes does something so radical in my routine that I feel like a totally different person. I feel more awake. I feel ready to start the day. And so once I change into my workout set, it's over. It is over. The tiredness is gone. It just melts off my shoulders and then I go ahead and I just brush my hair back and I head out of my room now usually I will just I'll make some coffee and this is something that I want to kind of wean myself off of not coffee but I don't want to suddenly feel awake because I have coffee 
I don't think it's a flex to run on two hours of sleep and then just drink coffee and be completely refreshed and act like everything is fine because that's not, you know, so I'm trying to just feel refreshed as I wake up and the only way you can do that is by getting more sleep and just having coffee is like an added bonus. But anyway, I will go ahead and make my coffee. I use the um, Cafe Bustelo and I think that's from Publix and it's been really good so far. It's either that or the Starbucks holiday mix, which can I talk about this? how the Starbucks at my house completely just, it's not in my house, it's by my house, and it just completely decided to close um, for like two weeks. And I have like gift cards to spend, you guys. This is wildly inconvenient. And plus sometimes like I'll do school at a Starbucks. So I was outraged and I just had to stay at home and do school. How boring. Um, so that's kind of been a bum in my last few weeks, but I think it just reopened today. So I'm going to go visit and swing around and kind of see where that brings us. But, um, yeah, so the coffee will be made. I love iced coffee. Sometimes I'll do hot sometimes in the winter or, you know, just when I feel like the setting invites for a warm coffee, but most of the time it is a nice coffee. Um, then I just get into my room and I start my quiet time. And I think that this is a podcast episode that I want to turn into a part two of talking about my quiet time routine because I think this has wildly evolved ever since I have become a Christian to now I've been following God for almost four years. And so I've had a good understanding of what works for me and what doesn't work for me. So currently I am just reading a couple chapters of whatever book I am in the day And then I have a devotional that I'll follow and then I journal for about 30 minutes. And journaling is such a crucial part in my morning. There's so many things that I find that I do not face, that I do not process or just take time to reflect on until I am journaling. And I think it's so cool being able to go back to like past journal entries or like past journaling prompts and just being like, oh my gosh, like I remember going through that. I remember, you know, how hard this was. And that's so refreshing to reflect on your self-progress. And it just makes myself prouder of me even more. And so journaling has been such a crucial part. And then um, it's just, it's so amazing. I would recommend it to anyone. And recently I started doing this thing. I have not shared about this. Um, journaling about my future husband, which I know that can sound cheesy to some people or just straight up cringe. The reason why I do that is because I have been single for like literally my whole life. And I think to myself, you know, I want to be able to reflect on this moment with my future husband and just be like, man, like I remember feeling all these things. So I created a whole notebooks in good notes just writing journal entries and just praying for my future husband which i think is really cool um just to be able to look back and be like god answered that prayer god answered that prayer that is so refreshing to me so i mean any christian single girls who are listening to this podcast i know there are a few of you maybe that's something that we could all hop on together is just let's think about ways that we could pray for our future husband every single day even if it's just a couple times a week you know um but i think we do need to be going into battle with ourselves um you know for our future selves and for our future um spouses our children and i think that this is one really important effective way to do that 
After I wrap up my quiet time, I will start by planning for my day. So I just digital plan and I'll write down my to-do list for the day, my priorities, things like that. And every point throughout my day, I will reflect on this and think I need to get this done. And it's just so convenient to annotate and to check off and things like that. After planning, it is morning, morning walk time, you guys. And I've posted about this on my stories before, but I am a strong believer that walking is the most effective way for fat loss. Um, And that's something that I've struggled with my whole life. I've tried multiple times to lose weight, to lose inches, just to be a healthier person. And those were the times where I was exercising the least. I was not walking. I was not doing all these things. And for the past three months, I have gone on like two 30-minute walks every single day. And I swear, I just see myself so differently. Not even just physically, but I have less insecurity if that is making sense um I'm not saying walking gets rid of your insecurity but it just does this thing and I know that it's like a whole chemical process and whatever but I love the feeling of just getting up and you know having my workout set on and just going for a walk in the morning even if it's just 15 minutes it does so much for you mentally it does so much for you spiritually for you emotionally and physically you know and I just think that it like benefits you on all counterparts and so during these walks, I just see myself like, you know, just talking with the Lord and just being like, God, like I'm frustrated because of this or I'm thankful because of this. And I feel like I have a deeper connection with the Lord. Then that's one way that I just maintain a, you know, a close relationship with him is just connecting with him through walking, um, which the girls that get it, get it, you know? So that's just one like big part of my morning that is just so amazing so that'll last for about 30 minutes and I see this I've gotten to an into a routine of walking at the same time so I see the same people every single day and it's like we're always saying hi to each other we're always like hey like what's up and I mean it's not anything like we're like full-on talking it's like a quick hi but I just think it's so funny to be able to see the same people over and over and over again. Um, yeah, so I'll usually just, you know, do a couple laps around my neighborhood and then I'll come back and then it's time for me to start my workout. So currently I am following the Caroline Gervon Epic Heat program on YouTube, which you guys, I follow like amazing fitness content creators like Pamela Rife, Mad Fit, Caroline Gervon, Pop Sugar Fitness. And there's just something so different and so intriguing and just so like amazing about Caroline Gervon's workout programs. They're formatted so professionally and just like it's so hard not to get hooked and addicted onto that. And so each week comes with five workouts that you do Monday through Friday. And um, each day is, you know, focused on leg day, full body, you know, intense cardio, etc. And it's been the perfect balance. And I remember following her workouts when I had just started working out. I was in like freshman year. And now as an adult, like that is just so helpful to be able to, you know, go from a beginner level to an intermediate level. And it's just been amazing. The whole process has been. And so it's not always easy. And these workouts usually range from like 35 to 45 minutes. 
but they're one of my best parts of my day. I never regret a workout. And every single Wednesday, I'll just take a break from working out and I'll do a low intensity day. So instead of ending my walk at 30 minutes, I'll just walk for a full hour. And so that's normally what my like workout routine is looking like. And I have a whole highlight on my Instagram about workouts, just different workouts that I've done on my own. I don't feel that I am, I guess, like skilled enough to be able to create my own workouts. That's something that I've always wondered. And I need to ask you guys, like, when you go to the gym, if you do go to the gym, do you follow a workout plan? I've seen some people do it and I've seen some people just be like, okay, we're going to do arms. And they like think of a whole routine in their head. I just, I, I, I'm I, at an intermediate level of fitness, you know, but I don't feel so skilled enough that I could be like, all right, I'm going to do an arms day and I'm going to do three sets of this, um, three sets of that. Like, I just don't, <laughs> I don't know. I think I would get stuck doing the same workout all the time. That's just me though. Um, so just having a structure, having a workout plan has definitely helped just to keep on track and make sure that I'm giving each part of my body like equal attention. I hate leg day, but we can't ignore it. So it's kind of just something that you do it because you know it's good for you. And being on a workout plan has really helped me in that. So after working out, I have breakfast and my meal plans have really changed in the last two months. So before, previously, for about a year, I was only eating lunch and dinner throughout my day. So I would have lunch at around 11 a.m. and then dinner at around 5 p.m. And that was okay, but I would notice myself like being super hungry in the early morning hours because I'm up by 5, etc., that I would just binge eat everything in the fridge. And I was not even hungry for lunch. I was not even hungry with dinner because I was filling myself with things that were not good for me. So I sat down with myself a couple weeks back and realized that something needed to change. So I was able to just meal plan every single Sunday and think of a protein-rich breakfast, a protein-rich lunch and dinner that I could incorporate into each and every day. And I've actually had a friend that had, I'd posted, you know, my meal plans to Instagram and I had a friend ask me, how do you incorporate being able to eat out with family and friends and give yourself balance, but also staying on a healthy meal plan schedule? And I thought to myself like, oh my gosh, because this is something that I wrestled with for years. This is why I hated dieting when I was younger, because I just thought that the like what dieting was was like salads and that's it. And like broccoli, you know, I had no idea that dieting is actually not dieting. You don't need to diet. I truly believe that when you eat more beef, when you eat more fish, when you eat more um, eggs, you eat more protein, you eat a little less refined carbs and more of those natural and like good carbs, your good fats. That is literally what a quote unquote diet is. Um, and I don't believe that you should subject yourself to a diet that is making you miserable. And so with that, I was able to incorporate that knowledge into a meal plan. So when it comes to giving myself balance, especially because I do go out to eat with friends every now and then and family like pretty frequently, is I give myself what I call free meals. And that's essentially like two to three nights a week instead of creating a like meal plan for my dinner, I instead will just label it as like a free night. 
and if I want to go out with friends, if I want to go out with family and just like order whatever I want, that gives me a sense of being able to have balance in my life. And if I want a sweet, then I can have a sweet. So I'm not completely miserable while also keeping my body healthy by eating nutritiously. And so that's really helped me to just stay balanced and to stay within a reasonable structure and to not totally go off board. But if I want to, you got to break some rules to keep some. And I do believe that when you're following a meal plan, but also not restricting yourself, that it can just be so fun. And it's something that I look forward to every single day. So my meal planning girlies, if you're looking for just being able to stay structured, but also just having that flexibility to be able to go out and to just eat what you want. I think that that's a great way to start is just planning. I want to say, you know, three meals each day and maybe one meal for like, you know, two to three days out of the week, just label it as a free meal and just think, okay, if I want Chick-fil-A, that's what I'm going to get. And I really think that that can keep you on track with whatever diet you're following. Once I've wrapped up breakfast, now it is time for me to get ready. And this is my favorite because I get to decompress and kind of like reflect on what has already transpired during my day. So this is normally the time where I will listen to a podcast and some of my favorite podcasts recently have been the Mel Robbins podcast and also Chiseled and Called with Brittany Dawn. And I listen to these probably like every other day. And if I'm not listening to a podcast, I am watching Law and Order or The Fosters. Those are like my four main medias that I am consuming daily. They're just so like, I don't know. I think I have a good like taste for a bit of comedy, a lot of true crime. And I do like some self-help and also, you know, things that are going to grow my faith as well. And so those like two podcasts and two shows have really helped. And so, you know, I'll just put these on, hop in the shower, and I normally start with my hair. And okay, listen, I know that Utah curls are not the biggest, I guess, like fashion statement out there, um, especially on TikTok, because I've seen people make fun of Utah curls, but I think they're so beautiful. I, I don't know, I've been doing Utah curls for years and I just, I love it so much. And so normally that's kind of like what I do in my hair. And listen, I'm a middle part girl. I love doing middle parts, but I have been trying a side part and it's been working. It has been. I have a family gathering coming up this Friday, so I might experience, experiment with the hair. I may not. I don't know. I think like experimenting with like hair or like makeup is kind of something that you do on a day that like when you're at home, but <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm, it's 2023. I'm here to be daring you guys. Um, so that's normally what, you know, I'll start off with is hair and then I will do makeup. Um, and makeup is something that is just so therapeutic to me. And, you know, like I started wearing makeup at like a really young age and it was always something that used to soothe me. Like growing up as a really anxious child, I needed something that would always soothe me and just, you know, keep me kind of calm and makeup has really done that for me. And that's not to say that I need makeup as a coping mechanism or that I use it as one. It's just something that I do for me. And of course, I have days where I just wear no makeup, where I don't do my hair and I just kind of like pull it back and start my day. Of course, I think, you know, there are times for that. But most of the time, I feel that when I'm getting ready, I feel that I just feel more put together. Being that I work from home, I'm a freelancer and content creator full time, I just sometimes need to feel put together. 
I will wear shoes. I will get in a professional outfit because that is what I need to be able to start my day. And so with that, I think like, you know, doing hair and makeup and picking out a nice outfit, like kind of like you're going to an office, I think is so like moving in a way. And before in my mind, I'm like, that makes absolutely no sense. But it does, you know, and so like on on top of that, like I am doing like school online. So I just think like there's so much online that it's just so easy to get roped into that. And so I don't push myself so much to, you know, get into a dress and heels. But if I want to just go like business casual or whatever, I'm like ready to do it. And most of the time, like if I'm I get tired, like working in my home office here at home, um, you know, I'll just go to like Starbucks and it's like perfect because I'm already ready or, you know, like my sister and I, um, we have like similar schedules. So we're like meet for lunch or whatever. And like, I'm already ready to go. So I just think that that's so convenient. And so getting ready has just been so therapeutic for me to be able to just get into my mindset of, okay, like this is the look we're going for today. And Pinterest has really, really helped me. I've been really open about I do think I'm a creative person, but when it comes to things like meal planning, like outfits, like good hairstyles for the summer, Pinterest has been my go-to. I have so many Pinterest folders of just like nail designs that I love, of just so many things that I follow. And honestly, I think that that is where I like got my keen for wanting to see things that are like aesthetically pleasing. Before, like I never cared about, you know, just whatever. I didn't care about, you know, being inspired by anything. But Pinterest has really helped. And I'll link a lot of my like favorite boards in the show notes so that you could check it out if you are also kind of liking the same taste as I am. I just have so many things, literally so much. So I'll go ahead and I'll link that down below for y'all. After getting ready, I usually start work at around 9 a.m. And I will start the first couple hours of my day with freelancing. I have a client that I will do some virtual tasks for and I just go ahead and do whatever it is that's on my to-do list. And so this takes up, I want to say like morning to afternoon. And, um, you know, I'll check in with my client every now and then. And after freelance, I will just take a break to post content throughout the day. So um, a lot of content posting has been like on autopilot. A lot of it, you know, like Instagram has really great features to where you can, you know, schedule posts to go out. And I think that that's so convenient because I hate like, you know, trying to rush to a place and having to post a reel or having to, you know, post a thread. It's just so convenient to be able to just schedule these things and not have to worry about it because time is money, honey. And so being able to do these things are just, it's its so amazing. So that's usually about maybe like a 15 to 20 minute chunk in between tasks. And then pretty much from that, I will move on to a digital product um, that I'm working on. So whether that is like making a guide or if that's like creating more content, um, that's usually what would take up like, you know, pretty much the like mid-afternoon portion of my workday. I also want to talk about something that has been on my heart recently and I heard Brittany Dawn speak out on this, um, you know, being that she's been an influencer for about 10 years and she spoke on the common myth that says that influencers do nothing. Like what even is their job? Like their job doesn't make sense to people. They do nothing. They just like make content and that's it. And it's so much more than that. And being like, I'm a micro influencer and I, when I make content, like I am putting in so much time into that. If you've ever made a TikTok, which who hasn't, you know how much time it takes to add like text boxes, to send to multiple people on your team. 
um, for like feedback, for whatever, and even like coming up with content ideas too. I think that that's wildly missed, especially when it comes to like reels or threads, because again, like you're serving your audience with your content. So you want to create content that is going to speak with them based on like your analytics. Like it's a huge, you're basically your own accountant your own like idea person your own editor your own publisher like it's basically 10 jobs in one and it's not you know I I love it so much I love being able to record and I love being able to talk about what it is that I'm passionate about and serve my audience at the same time but it can be such a you know mentally tolling job at times when you don't take time to step away and so in that even when I am posting content I make it a point to schedule downtime into each part of my day whether that's just you know a couple hours here and there as long as I'm giving myself time to mentally recharge by reading a book by cooking by facetiming a friend that is what is going to help me continue to do my job and that is so important to me you know, I felt like so pressured by like the boss babe mentality of like, you have to work, you have to work all the time. And to the point where I was never off the clock, I was always on my laptop. I was never taking time to pray. I was never taking time with my family and my friends and I became an awful person. And so I find that downtime has really helped even just 10 minutes, just to me, you know, to collect my thoughts and to think of, okay, how am I going to proceed? And then I do, and I swear it changes everything. I like to think of my morning routine ending at around 1 p.m. because that's when I will have lunch, and that goes right back into meal planning, which kind of just brings us to the end of my morning routine. And this is something that I think changes depending on the season of life that you're in. I think of this so often how, you know, when I just become a mom or when I'm married, whatever it is, this is all going to look differently. And that's such a good thing. I had a fear of like my routine changing, of my work life changing. And now both of those things have changed. And I can tell you, if you're a person that is afraid of change, you have nothing to be afraid of. I think that Things change and sometimes we don't even realize it and we become more accepting of it than we thought we would. If I were to look back at my life a year ago and now, it looks so different. Like those are two totally different worlds, you know, and like speaking, you know, from an anxiety point of view, it's so hard to accept change from time to time. But I do think that if you are, you know, making it a priority to create a routine that works for you, not making yourself work for a routine, but making a routine work for you, I think that that can really help you to be a proficient person in your relationships, in your friendships, in your friends, in your family, in your job, in your profession. I think that it really does benefit all of those areas and it counteracts as your friend. That is my morning routine. I'm really glad that I got to dig into my day-to-day. I think saying this out loud helps me realize that this is a routine that works for my life. And I encourage y'all to do the same, to look at your routine and think, okay, is this working for me? And if not, what can I change? I think that really does help in the long run. Now that you've listened to this episode, go ahead and drop a five-star review when you rate this show. This really does help me to understand what you know, and this does help to get this podcast more out there to listeners that are also looking for the same thing. Thank you guys so much for tagging along with me in this episode, and until then, I will see y'all in the next.